Episode 108 of the Drive-By Podcast is here, Thursday edition. What's going on, Freeway Frank? Big announcement coming up on the podcast. Can't wait. I'm super excited about this. I was chatting with Steph, my wife, about this about an hour ago, and she said, well, Frank, okay, so this is exciting news for your podcast. It's, it's exciting news for where the podcast is headed for the next chapter, but are people really going to think this is exciting news? I mean, how does it affect them? And my response was simply, well, it affects them because it's either we take this next step <laughs> and, and do this, what I'm about to do, and go for it. You know, I'm all in. I love poker, right? It's That's it. I'm all in, putting all of it on the line. Or we turn off the lights, we bring down the faders, and it's over. And I definitely don't want to do that. And the pod has been doing so well. This was, by the way, the month of April with the drive-by in the last 15 months since I started the podcast was the best month ever for downloads. So thank you so much. This podcast is not going anywhere anytime soon, except for Next Level, which I'll mention coming up shortly. Now, last podcast, by the way, I was talking about things you should never do at somebody's house, depending on if you're working at somebody's house or you're visiting someone's home. Basically, what's okay and what's not okay. So I had mentioned different people from a babysitter to somebody working on your yard to someone working renovations in your house and using the bathroom and basically are are awkward. I got this message from somebody who listens to the drive-by. said, hey, Frank. I'm a letter carrier. Uh, This freaked me out so much that I was like, okay, I have to talk about it. And and I'm sure people will feel the same way. And I don't blame this person for doing what they did because they just, uh, it was an emergency. Like I had mentioned last podcast, but at the same time, I don't know how comfortable I would feel if I was on the receiving end of this. Hi, Frank, I'm a letter carrier and had a walking route in a residential area, no businesses around and had to take an emergency poop. I asked the client that I had met one time before if I could use their washroom. It was awkward, but you got to do what you got to do. I answered, wild. Glad it worked out. Now, I don't know if, see, for me, in my neighborhood, a lot of neighborhoods now, they don't come up to your home to deliver the mail anymore, right? They, They put it in those boxes, then you go get it, thankfully. I was just, especially after this message, thankfully. I don't know how I would feel comfortable if someone came to my doorstep to deliver my nail, my mail, and they had to take a crap in my bathroom, never having entered my home. It's weird. I'm not, I'm not trying to judge the person who wrote It's just weird. And I, I'm sure the person felt just as awkward. And I know it's, it's, it's an emergency, but in an emergency, the, this is the way I look at it, okay? And I'm, again, if I'm a letter carrier... I have somewhere, just in case something happens, because I know I'm not going to be close to a bathroom, a roll of toilet paper, and then uh, where are you going to go? To a park? Okay, I don't know, but hop into your car, get to your car as quick as you can, head to a Tim Hortons, head somewhere, Starbucks, I don't know, wherever you, McDonald's, wherever you need to go. 
But I guess this was an emergency to the point where the guy couldn't take it anymore. It's still one of the most bizarre moments in life. We all have to go, right? But having to knock on someone's door, that had to have been, no doubt, the lowest point in this guy's life. Maybe <laughs> he doesn't consider it a low point, and he just had to go. And again, I don't blame you, but deep down inside, if, if I were in your position, either side of that, you know, the person answering the door and seeing this guy asking me if I could use the washroom, it's an emergency, or the other way around, oh my, I mean, it's just, it's just a brutal situation. I mean, how do you tell somebody they can't use their your washroom, but at the same time, you have a stranger. So now if I have strangers knocking at my door two or three times a week asking to use my, my washroom, what am I, a Wendy's? You know, what, what is this? Uh, am I a restaurant? And they won't even allow you to use washrooms anymore in most restaurants, right? Or in gas stations and ask a million questions. It, it, it's crazy. A lot of places don't allow you unless you make a purchase. And so now you're knocking on somebody's door. Well, then as a letter carrier, it's almost a good thing at that point to make sure you know all the people you're delivering mail to. And I mean know them very well in case a moment like this happens to occur. And you need to go. <laughs> I never want to be faced with that situation. Either side. All right, announcement coming up in just a few minutes here. Hang on, it's coming. I wanted to talk about, I got this, did you see this? divorce rates all over the world and where they're at. And it's funny because I was talking to two podcasts ago about one of my favorite new TV shows called Indian Matchmaking, where they do, it's arranged marriages. And who has the lowest divorce rate in the world? India, 1%. Well, because it's, it's an embarrassment too to the family, right? Especially after you're in an arranged marriage and the families are very much a part of that whole process and then you get divorced. It just doesn't happen. And here's the proof, 1%, 1% of people in India get divorced, 1%. Funny enough, on one of the episodes I watched, uh, one of the, the women on the show, if I recall her name, it was Priya, she was a divorcee. I thought she was going to have more of a hard time meeting a new man because of that. Well, look at it, that 1%, but apparently... Wasn't as bad as I thought, but still, 1%, it's frowned upon. Vietnam was number two at 7%. Tajikistan, 10%. Iran, 14%. Mexicans, they're all in love with each other and, and things are good. They're living the good life, 17% only. And then if you go down the list, then the divorce rate starts going up. Germany, 38%. UK, 41%. Australia, 43%. We haven't even hit Canada yet, by the way. China, 44%. United States divorce rate, 45%. South Korea, 46%. Denmark, 46%. Italy is at 46%. Canada is very close to 50%. It's hanging in at just over 47%. 47% Canadian marriages end up in divorce. Sweden, half of the people, 50%. I don't know what's going on in Portugal. Besides the fact that, well, I shouldn't say this because Italians are hot-blooded, passionate, very passionate, right? And uh, <laughs> I don't need to get into depth, any digging to explain that. But I don't know what's going on in Portugal. I know they're fiery as well. 94% divorce rate in Portugal. 
94%. If you are Portuguese, you're almost guaranteed to be divorced. Portuguese, meaning coming from Portugal. How is that even possible? 94%. That means only six people, six weddings survive long-term in Portugal out of 100. That is absolutely nuts. Canada was scaring me at almost 50%. Portugal at 94%. Wild numbers I had to mention to you. Now, I know I've had these discussions with, with many people before. It's already tough in 2023 for people to, it's so much more. You know, back in the day, roles were different. Things have changed so much in the last 50, 60, 70 years. Let's be honest. Women had traditional roles back in the day. Women stayed home back in the day. You remember the title homemaker. I'm not saying this was necessarily the right thing to stick to, but a lot changed as women became more independent. As the feminist movement started, it changed. It changed the landscape. Obviously, when women become equal, for the longest time, women were not, they couldn't even vote 100 years ago. Things have changed. And because of that, you're going to have Heads butting a lot more, whereas before, women were more submissive. This is not me inventing this. We know this; these are facts. And now, they're more independent. So obviously, there's going to be more failed marriages. And the way we're composed, men and women, I always talk about this, how different we are. Well, some guys are still stuck in 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 70 years ago. <laughs> they're stuck in that mentality, even though they might only be 30 or 40. But they saw their, their parents, their grandparents... Growing up a certain way, they're still stuck in those cultural traditions, whatever it is. So it's going to cause more problems. Instead of women being, you know, yes, yes, and agreeing to everything, and now they're not, of course it's going to change things. I'm making it very clear. I'm not saying that I prefer the world to go back to the 1950s. That's not what I'm saying. But this is what has changed, and it's obvious. All these things change, and that's why divorce is where it's at. And of course, with social media, with phones, with people meeting the way they meet and at the office and women's roles changing in the office as well and all that it led to infidelity, led to cheating. And, you know, back in the day, it wasn't as popular or it was a lot more taboo. That's why. Doesn't surprise me one bit. The announcement. Why am I going down this road. Well, it's been a great time here on the drive-by. 108 episodes. I've had a blast doing the show from my home and my basement. But let's be honest, the goal from the beginning, even though I have this great home studio, which I built years ago when I moved here just outside the Montreal area, literally across the bridge from the city of Montreal, the goal was the more successful the podcast got, Obviously, I would have to consider taking the next step. And the next step is here. Pod is doing well. Of course, the next big step will be for the podcast to get more and more sponsors and be completely monetized to the point where I don't have to worry about anything anymore. Rome wasn't built in a day. And neither was this studio, by the way. And so you got to take the next step, enter into the right kind of partnerships Work with people that believe in you. Start relationships with people that put their money where their mouth is. And I got a great opportunity to work with people I respect, to start a partnership with people that I respect, 
And it's opened up this great opportunity for me, given me this great opportunity to move the Drive-By Podcast out of my home studio and into a great studio, great location in Montreal. I'm going to be moving the Drive-By Podcast into Montreal. Now, what will this do? Okay, how does this benefit, like my wife said, how does this benefit somebody that is listening? Well, if you supported this podcast, by the way, this podcast has always been free. Always. I've never charged it. I never thought once in my mind, do I ask people for money? It's not who I am. But with the content, with the people that come on the podcast, as it continues to grow, the ultimate goal of this podcast, obviously, is for it to be self-sufficient to the point where it's doing very well and making great money. And from where this podcast started when I first came on to today, it's, it's gone through a bit of a transformation. The truth of the matter is I'm going to continue to be transparent. I'm going to continue to be real. As you hear my topics, I, I bring them up and I tell you exactly how I'm feeling about everything. But where the podcast started, considering the times we were living in, to where it is today, is completely different. I want to take the podcast back to what I envisioned for it, and that's having somebody sitting across from me as a guest. So that is my goal, to have more and more guests, and that's why I'm taking this podcast to a brand new location and studio in the city of Montreal. It's going to be more accessible to people that come on the show. It's going to be in a location, I think, which will allow me to get out of this, you know, because during the last couple of years, a lot of people started to work from home and work remotely, and a lot of people are, are stuck in that, and they feel comfortable, and what happens when we feel comfortable in anything, right? We don't want to change anything. Humans, were really bad with change, but change is inevitable. Change comes eventually. Nothing stays the same. Not to be cliche, but it's true. It's a good thing for this podcast to change location. Mentally, it will give me an opportunity to get out of the house <laughs> and go somewhere different and spend my time in a brand new studio, which will open up other opportunities for me. You'll also be hearing who I'm going to be partnering with, and it's going to be exciting. There's a brand that you're going to be hearing a, a lot from in the future that believes in the drive-by podcast. I believe in them. So we're partnering on many levels for me to help them, for them to help me. This is a necessary step to take it to a brand new studio to give us a better chance, right? To give this podcast a better chance to make it more accessible, to allow this brand to promote itself, launch basically, because you don't know who they are yet, but you will. So it's exciting times. And if you've been here for the journey so far. Hopefully you, you've, you've enjoyed it and you can always comment. You could always reach me and tell me what you think about things. I love to hear from each and every one of you. I'm looking forward to having guests back in the studio. Some will be celebrities, some will be non-celebrities, but it'll be, again, a neutral place. And it's such a cool place, by the way. I'll, I'll be sharing pictures, such a cool location. I thought my studio, my home was a nice setup but this is a, just as nice as, of a setup too, but it's more central. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. I hope you are too. This means more opportunity for great conversations from people who may not have necessarily ended up 
at my house. You know, sometimes it might be awkward to invite somebody over to your home studio because they don't know much about you, let's say, and some do, and I've had a lot of great people sit here, but then some people are like, I'm going to his house. They don't know my setup. They don't know if it's rinky-dink. They don't know if it's professional. It always has been. My studio here is is top-notch, professional, looks and sounds great, but in a neutral spot, right, it, it's always a different atmosphere because you're not at somebody's home. You're not entering somebody's front door and you're in their home. It's completely different. It's a neutral space. I don't know how else to put it. It's like when you have a TV station or a radio station and somebody is there, they're at the TV or radio station. They're not at the anchors or the journalists or the reporters or the personality's house. Mind you, I've really enjoyed doing it here at my house, but the good thing that will come out of it is I'll be able to put my drums back into this studio here at home. I'm still keeping the other studio on the other side of the glass. I'm going to keep that for my voice stuff. If ever I do my solos, I'll still be able to do podcasts here on the drive-by from my house. But then when I have guests on, it'll be really cool to have the guests over there. And as I expand, we have ideas to make the podcast more accessible to you and people listening in. And there might be opportunities to do things we've never done before. Right? I'm not going to mention those yet, but it's going to be exciting. So that's why I'm taking this next step. Plus, with the new podcast I announced a couple of weeks ago, the Freeway and Natasha podcast, it gives uh, you know Natasha and I another spot to spend some time together and work on the podcast and you know, where she's also in a position where it's downtown Montreal and she doesn't have to take a bridge over to Brossard where I am now. It's just a better, it's a better thing. And I'm so glad that I launched the podcast from here and I've done it for the last 15 months or so. It's been amazing. And this is just the natural next step. And I hope you could join me as I continue to do the drive-by podcast. And I'll be back with episode 109, hopefully by next week. Now, we're doing the move over the weekend. And by next week, I should have everything wired and put together. Now, if you don't hear the podcast, I haven't gone anywhere. Keep looking for out, you know, updates on the Real Drive-By podcast page on Instagram or on my Instagram at Freeway Frank, but it means that something messed up, meaning I didn't wire something properly or we're having some kind of technical issues. That would be the only reason. But we're coming back on the other side, and the other side will be from downtown Montreal, the Drive-By podcast will enter its next chapter. Thank you so much for listening to episode 108 of the Drive-By Podcast. Comment or review anytime on Apple, Five Star, on Spotify. Check out old podcasts via visuals on YouTube anytime. Check out the archive over there. And I look forward to it. The next time you hear me speaking from this microphone, I'll be in a brand new spot. Then I'll tell you about the new studio, where I'm at, what it's called, what we're going to be doing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you enjoyed listening to the news as much as I did delivering it to you. I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.